Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. In the 1970s and 80s, a monster hunted the Connecticut River Valley. Seven bodies found, one survivor, and no suspects. I'm Jane Borowski, host of Invisible Tears. I was seven months pregnant and stabbed 27 times, and I survived. My story didn't end that frightful night. This attack on me physically and mentally lingered for years. I'm Amanda Bedard, and I'm Jane's life coach and co-host of Invisible Tears. Jane is ready to share her story, and not just about her attack, but her healing process afterwards. As a platform for truth and healing, we are on a mission to help others that suffer from PTSD and help bring awareness to mental health issues. To hear my story and others, you can find Invisible Tears wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Two more murders, 15 miles away. Arrived, they found the telephone and electricity line. The weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Murder. Imagine being on a bus and relaxing as you traveled home or on a vacation and hearing the sounds of someone being brutally murdered in the back. That's exactly what happened on July 30th, 2008, when a man not only murdered, but ate a stranger in the back of a Greyhound bus. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On July 30th, a carnival worker, Tim McLean, got into the Greyhound bus to return to Manitoba after working at a fair in Alberta. He sat near the back of the bus with headphones in his ears and prepared to relax through his journey. At around 6.55 p.m. after a stop in Erickson, Manitoba, a new passenger entered the bus. Vince Wei Guang Li was a tall man in his 40s with a shaved head and sunglasses. Though he initially sat in the front of the bus, he soon moved to sit next to McLean, who then fell asleep against the window. Suddenly, Li produced a large knife and began stabbing McLean in the neck and chest. He then decapitated McLean and displayed his severed head to the other passengers who had, by then, fled the bus in horror. The driver and two other men attempted to rescue McLean, but were chased away by Lee. He then went back to the body, began severing other body parts, and eating parts of his flesh. 
Royal Canadian Mounted Police showed up to find Lee still on the bus, while the bus driver, one of the passengers, and a truck driver were armed with a crowbar and hammer to keep him inside. The other passengers were huddled on the side of the road, some crying and some vomiting, while they were being forced to watch as Lee kept cutting and eating McLean's body while carrying around his severed head. The police were in a standoff as Lee claimed he had to stay on the bus forever. Finally, on July 31st at around 1.30 a.m., after attempting to escape by breaking a window, the police were able to arrest Vince Lee. Tim McLean's body parts, which had been placed in plastic bags, were retrieved from the bus after they took his ear, nose, and tongue out of Lee's pockets. His eyes and part of his hearts were never recovered, and it was presumed that they were eaten by Vince Lee. So what happened to make this man seemingly snap and murder a stranger in such a gruesome way? Here is what we know. Vince Lee, four weeks before the murder, was fired from his job after a disagreement with another employee. He was heading to Winnipeg for a job interview. He got off the bus in Manitoba and slept overnight on a bench near a grocery store on July 29th. One witness saw Lee sitting bolt upright with his eyes open around 3 a.m. On the morning of July 30th, still on the bench, he sold his new laptop to a teenager for just $60 and shortly after got on the bus that carried Tim McLean and 35 other passengers. A witness who was near Lee when he began stabbing Tim McLean said he had no rage or anger. He acted like a robot with a job to do. When in court on the charges of second-degree murder, Lee pleaded for someone to kill him. According to Lee, the voice of God told him that Tim McLean was evil and he was about to execute him. He was later diagnosed with schizophrenia and found not criminally responsible for the murder. On March 5, 2009, he was remanded to a high-security health facility and remains there to this day. Tim McLean's family brought a lawsuit of $150,000 against Greyhound, the Attorney General of Canada, and Vince Lee. In 2010, Lee was granted supervised outdoor walks within the health facility. In 2011, two passengers that were on the bus filed a lawsuit against Vince Lee, Greyhound, the Royal Mounted Canadian Police, and the Government of Canada for being exposed to such a horrific crime. They are each seeking $3 million in damages. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on July 31st. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.